This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. Rod, or I, sorry about that, bro. I didn't have it's okay. On, uh, with, <laughs> I have to have the, the I have the iPad, but the iPad doesn't have the people on hold. It's the yeah. live with Streamyard, and I didn't have it. I had another page out there. My bad. It's okay, um, dude. I, I thought maybe I thought maybe you had typed in. You meant to type in eleven thirty, and I was like, oh, maybe he's just. Oh, you know. No, no, no. That's, that's <laughs> my screw up. My screw up. I, I I always take responsibility. When I know I you do. Up. I know you do. No problem with that because I'm human, and I'm going yep. to screw up. Uh, as always, it's kind of like, you know, not kneeling in a game. You know, you're going to screw up. <laughs> Shit, happens. Shit happens. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Oh, so <laughs> new on the hurricane front this week because we got practice coming up. Yeah, we got practice starting on Monday. So we'll get a chance to start seeing Cam Ward in action. Uh, I'm interested to see what Shannon Dawson does uh, with him. Um, you know, one thing about Cam Ward is, you know, he was a leading rusher at Washington State, ran the ball 120 times more than anybody else on his team. He threw the ball a ton. You know, Washington State barely ran the ball. You know that's going to be different with Mario. There's going to be a more of a balanced approach. So I'm interested to see, you know, what Cam says about this offense, what Shannon Dawson says about Cam and how he plans to utilize him, because that's going to be an integral part of, of obviously Miami's success this coming season. Uh, I think tight end, you know, we got to get that position sort of back involved. Let's see what yeah. happens with, with this guy, Elijah Royo, if he's finally healthy and really ready to go. And and then, uh, you know, year three, bro, like they got to take a step up. And, and I, I looked at this the other day and I was stunned. Uh, Mario's first signing class when he got to Miami in 2022, he signed 15 guys, uh, not including transfers, but 15 high school slash junior college guys. Four of those guys are already gone, and only three of them have become sort of full-time starters. So that's not a very good batting percentage, three, three for 15, right? And, and one of those three guys just left to go to Georgia, Colby Young, uh, the receiver. So five of them really have left, and you've only got two guys that are, that are full-time starters in Wesley Besaint and Ines Cooper, your right guard. So uh, it's, it's put-up-or-shut-up time for those guys going into year three. So... Let's see what happens. Um, but, you know, when you talk about progress of a program, those are the big things I'm looking forward to on Monday. Uh, Injury-wise, do they have a long list or, or it's really well, like an unknown for you right now? Yeah, it, it's a little bit of an unknown because I've heard, you know, Francis Marino, the right tackle, had an offseason procedure done. Um, I know other guys that I, I haven't been able to confirm but was told that they were um, – you know, it, having procedures done where it, they might miss part of spring and come back later in spring. You know, the, the one thing I will say I've learned from covering Mario and the way he runs his program, if you're an established guy, he wants you to have off-season surgery and not worry about the spring. He will he will take you back in the summer. Now, um, you know, will the, will some of those guys come back in camp? I don't know. And that's, and that's why I haven't sort of reported some of the things I've heard involving other guys who, who might be out for the beginning. What are you hearing about the Canes in the Combine? Well, listen, I mean, they've got uh, Leonard Taylor. I saw some video of him running yesterday. Um, you know, a guy that was a five-star recruit. Huh? Cam Kitchens. Cam Kitchens is another one. James Williams. 
you know, they, they, they have, look, they have some talented underclassmen that are NFL, have NFL type ability, NFL type bodies. I think Cam Kitchens is probably the one guy who's widely regarded as, as one of the top players at his position, the safety position. I don't know if he's going to be a first round pick. He may be a, a, a second rounder. That's um, yeah. yeah, but but I think he's the guy that you look at and you say he's probably got the most potential of that group. James Williams physically is a freak, but I think he's a, he's an outside linebacker. I don't think he's a safety. Yeah, uh, I and I think I don't have I don't think he has instincts. Right, is my that or maybe he just hasn't played it enough, or maybe he needs to kind of develop it. But it was. There was always something like missing with him. Like you knew, like mm-hmm. the raw talent was there. Like, holy shit! If you get this, this condor playing right. safe, because I mean he's long, bro. He's like you know he's like a big ass condor flying around all over the place. So you're like, if you can corral this thing and refine it, oh my god! But I think it's more what you were saying. Maybe he needs to play in a smaller space and see things in front of him at linebacker might be something. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I think if he's willing to do that and finally get over it, he he really, I mean, his final year at Miami is when he finally started to play more in the box uh, in in some situations. But if, if an NFL team can take him and really teach him what he needs to do in in those situations and have him cover, you know, tight ends and running backs out of the backfield and, and, you know, get him to play at the potential that he has, then he could be a really, really good NFL player because he certainly has the size and the ability. But again, it's the mentality, right, that separates guys uh, once you get to the NFL. How smart are you? How how uh, how can you apply yourself to what they're asking you to do? And, uh, you know, Leonard Taylor's another one that I think a tremendous amount of ability for him. It was always effort. Is he, is he going hard, you know, all all 40 snaps? Or is he, is he taking 15 to 20 snaps off a game? Um, so, it, you know... It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. They'll have some guys drafted. Oh, the, the, these guys are going to be on NFL rosters. And, and look, last year, uh, Tyreek Stevenson and, and DJ Ivy turned out to be pretty good, you know, fits for for their teams. Uh, so, again, you know, it's it, the question from a Miami perspective is always, when is the head coach going to start to get more out of these guys than the right. NFL teams do? Um, I think we've had this con- – I think I mentioned it to you before. But with Williams, you know yep. – uh, Sometimes, unfortunately, dude, you have to go the way of Keith Trailer. Mm-hmm. And Keith Trailer started as a safety. Right. He moved and to linebacker. <laughs> and then he moved to defensive end, and he ended up at defensive tackle. Yeah. From safety. And that's because he already had a frame. Right. And then a frame that could then grow and carry more and more weight. And obviously, he must have been big boned enough that he could carry even more and more weight. And I'm not saying Williams is going to end up at defensive tackle, but I, I, I think you have read it perfectly. He will eventually end up at end. And maybe, who, I mean, a linebacker or a pass rushing end on a on a 3-4 or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All those well, I've, been, of, I, I've been saying this since he was a junior in high school. I've been saying this since he was a junior in high school when I watched him play. I, I, I thought – you know, and, and that was the problem. I think, you know, coaches, college coaches have this dilemma now where they want the talent on their roster uh, and they don't want them to go elsewhere, right? And especially here at Miami, you have that pressure to keep the kids at home. Um, but then you never really get through to the kid and tell them, hey, this is where you're where you're going to be best served playing. Right. And we, we saw it with, you know, Devin Hester, right? He was such a tremendous talent. He comes to Miami. They could never really figure out a spot for him. 
Uh, uh, and so and I don't know, man. The opposite of that is Chicolo. That right. the kid, they misused him. They put him mm -hmm. where he didn't belong, and they hurt his draft status also oh, yeah. on top of all of that. So, you know, it goes both ways. And you can mm -hmm. understand sometimes the trepidation from the player, and then you can also understand, you know, the the – what the coach is also seeing because he might be right because there's a lot of guys uh that you know like um i believe uh war was it warren sap that came in as a tight end yep it yep. was right tight yeah end. he came in as a tight end hey uh we're gonna move you over to defensive tackle <laughs> oh okay Ended up in the hall of fame and a lot of money oh okay yeah let's go let's rock out you well, know that was that was Jimmy's mantra, right? Turn safeties into linebackers, linebackers into edge rushers, and edge rushers into D tackles. Um, the um, the uh, pedophile protector. Um, yep. Send paternal. Oh, uh, paternal, paternal. Yeah. He wanted he wanted Kelly, but he wanted Kelly to play linebacker. Yep. And Schnellenberger said, "No, no, Jim, you can come here and play quarterback for us. No, no, we get <laughs> right. it. You know, this is." It, it's a tale that's been going on forever. What mm -hmm. a coach sees in you, what you see in yourself, and then, you know, two worlds collide, and then we don't know who wins, and we don't know who loses until after that we figure out, oh, fuck, they screwed up Chicolo. Wow, what a call on Warren Sapp. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's the kind of stuff that happens that, you know, those are those are other stories. To, that's an article to be written, by the yeah. way. Yeah, it's good off-season story. Oh, you, you get, you're helping me with ideas now. Appreciate it. That's a that's a good one because I don't think a lot of people like, um, shit. What's his name? Oh my god, the Bears drafted him. He came out of South Carolina, a defensive end. Um, oh my god, he he, he was a. I'm sorry, he's a receiver that used Whoops. to be a defensive end in South Carolina. The Bears drafted him as a wide receiver. He came into South Carolina as a defensive end, and they made wow. him a wide receiver. I'm, I'm brain farting in his name, but I remember the Bears what, signed him. What decade like, is this? This is uh, maybe 12, 15 years ago. Okay. And uh, and big kid. Right. And and a lot of people never knew that he got recruited to South Carolina as a defensive end. It's going to hit us when we're off air, by the way. You know, that's that, when that, we're going to figure it out. Marty Booker. Thank you. Marty no, it Booker. Wasn't, no, it wasn't Marty Booker. It wasn't Marty Booker. Marty Booker didn't. No, no, no. It wasn't Marty Booker. It was. Um, damn it, bro. It was somebody else. Not Marty Booker. He went to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. You have it there, Sean. Can you tell me? Because that I we we didn't get him here. I, man, I forgot his damn name. But anyways, he the, the guy. You know, this is the kind of story that goes on all over the place throughout the history, and that's where you know sometimes it it, uh, it kind of gets interesting because sometimes you make a guy's career, and sometimes you can't. You know what I mean? Right. You end up you end up ruining it. Like um, uh, there's a name by a guy by the name of uh, Richard uh, Williamson. He is mm -hmm. the guitarist for Kansas. He's one of the founding members. He's still with the band. And when he was in high school, he badly wanted to play the trumpet. That's what he wanted to do. And when and and the, his problem was, 
he sucked at it. And so his music teacher says, uh, you don't have the lips for it. Let's give you a guitar. Mm -hmm. the, rest, the rest is history. <laughs> I became rich and famous and, you know, and everybody loves carry on my wayward son. He came out with a lick that everybody loves. Da -da 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 so, you know, shit happens by accident at times. He wanted to be a trumpet guy and he ends up becoming a rock star rock guitarist, you know. Sam you know, Shields is another one I just thought of, by the way. There you go. There you go. What do you, what you give, it to, give it to me. Alshon Jeffrey. That's the guy. That's it. Alshon yep. Jeffrey. That's the guy. Alshon Jeffrey was recruited as a defensive end to South Carolina, and they and they made him a wide receiver. That That's an yep. odd one, bro. Defensive oh, Gregory Rousseau is another one, by the way. That's right. Gregory right. Rousseau was a was a receiver coming out of high school in Champagnat, and Manny Diaz said he's a defensive end. We're going to make him a defensive end, and that's what he was. Our boy from UM, the tackle, was a tight end. That was the NFL PA guy, the really smart guy. Well, linemen are usually smart. Yes. Uh, what's his name, boy, bro? Eric Winston. Eric Winston was a. We we got him as yep. a tight end here, and they made him a left mm -hmm. tackle, and the rest is history. For yep. Eric Winston. You know, yep. all the time, dude. Happens all the freaking time. Good and bad, unfortunately. All right, what do you got going on now in the uh, athletics so folks can check you out? Well, I just can't. I just, uh, I'm driving back from Bradenton, you know, IMG Academy. Uh, I, I was there last night for their pro day. And, and you know, a big story in college football, obviously. Pickleball, pickleball pro day? You're there? <laughs> I ah. wish it was pickleball pro day, brother. I wish. I, I want, I was, I've been itching to play. I haven't played in 24 hours. Um, but uh, no, it, they they had their high school pro day, and uh, by the way, there's there is an eighth grader. This kid, I mean, he is five nine, one hundred seventy pounds. He runs a four five, and he's in the eighth grade. Oh, this is this is an eighth grader, Eric uh, McFarland. Uh, be a name to follow the next year. He's he's on the national team. He's going to be a freshman in high school this year, uh, this coming season in the fall. Uh, th that is a guy to watch. Twenty twenty eight. So you you talk about these young prospects, phenoms. This is this guy might be the next Tyree Kill or who knows what. But um, but it's not it's not Booger's kid, right? No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> Booger's kid could not run that fast. I'm guessing, but uh, <laughs> he looks like Booger anyway. Um, but no, I I wrote a, I wrote an article this morning on you know so much of college football now is the Big Two, right? The Power Two conferences, SEC, Big Ten. I talked to a lot of the recruits about that, like how much it's maybe affecting their thought process. The fact that, you know, the majority of the playoff spots, the majority of the money, uh, the whole power shift of college football. So you want to read about that. You want to read about some of IMG's best players uh, in the next two recruiting classes there. You know, everybody in the country goes to that school to recruit. Uh, and, and Miami's actually in on a couple guys, uh, a five-star uh Offensive tackle in the 2026 class, Kenye Pepe. He's 6'8", 298 pounds. Oh, is an offensive tackle. He's 16 years old from California. Uh, Miami, I think, is in a very good standing with him. And then Gavin Nick, who is just diesel. I mean, he looks he looks like uh, <laughs> it's like an NFL linebacker with his shoulders and muscles. Uh, there, I think the Hurricanes have a real good shot with him. So you want to read that article? That's the latest stuff I posted uh, this morning. And follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro. And, of course, subscribe there to The Athletic. Manny, as always, thank you, my brother. Have a fantastic weekend. You too, brother. Take care.
You got it. And of course, we were at Canesware yesterday broadcasting. No, day before yesterday, broadcasting live. And you could go to canesware.com. If you order over $99, you'll get free shipping, ladies and gentlemen. So check it out at canesware.com. If you use our code Big O10, you will get 10% off. How about that? So you got an opportunity to get free shipping over $99. You got an opportunity to get 10% off when you use our code Big O10. Anything with the Canes logo, stuff with Dolphins, Inter-Miami, Heat, Panthers, you name it. They got it all there. Every team in town, they've got it. Go to Caneswear.com.